You're listening to Gonzo Gaming Audio Articles. I'm Alex Shaw. Number 10, A Warrior's Dilemma. This week, Defence Minister for Britain, Liam Fox, called for a ban on the forthcoming Medal of Honour game because players get to play as the Taliban in the multiplayer mode. Now, this episode of Gonzo Gaming is about two things. Firstly, what a non-story this is, centred around a man in possession of a small amount of facts and a large amount of hypocrisy beating an overly worn drum, and by extension how beneficial to a game's sales this all-too-familiar controversy is. Secondly, what a brave step on the part of EA this isn't. Remember that brouhaha brought on by the no-Russian debacle over Modern Warfare 2's launch? Far from hurting its sales, it ensured that the game would be mentioned in the broadsheets and reach the eyes and ears of the people who don't play video games all that much, if at all. Notoriety is never a bad business plan, especially if your product is of solid quality. Rather, it's just another convenient method of advertising. It never hurt Mortal Kombat. In fact, the series has suffered most since it dropped off the radars of worried mothers everywhere. I don't see this as pushing boundaries or challenging standards in any meaningful way, but more on that later. What's clear is that EA are going head-to-head with Activision's Call of Duty series with this one, which may as well have been called Medal of Honor 9 Modern Warfare. And this bit of media exposure will do nicely to place the brand in the minds of prospective FPS newcomers this Christmas. The chief issue appears to be the allowing of players everywhere to step into the shoes of unnamed Taliban insurgents and rack up kills in a never-ending series of team death matches. In an interview with Sunday Times, Fox said, It's shocking that someone would think it acceptable to recreate the acts of the Taliban. At the hands of the Taliban, children have lost fathers, and wives have lost husbands. I am disgusted and angry. It's hard to believe any citizen of our country would wish to buy such a thoroughly un-British game. I would urge retailers to show their support for our armed forces and ban this tasteless product. Now, Liam Fox is in favour of the UK Trident programme, and being the Defence Minister, obviously he has a large amount of clout in the matter. For the uninitiated, this is a group of four nuclear deterrent submarines armed with a total of 58 D-5 ballistic missiles and around 200 nuclear warheads. At a cost of £9.8 billion, these submarines patrol our shores at all times, signifying to enemies that if they attack our country, they will be bombed into the Stone Age in retaliation. It's Cold War mentality writ large. The threat of mutually assured destruction precluding initial attack. Now I got most of this info from Wikipedia, but I did not find the bit about how Trident has special missiles that only seek out single males with no children, thus preventing all those widows and orphans that Liam Fox is so concerned about. It's actually far more likely that the Trident attack would devastate whole families, leaving less in the way of loose ends. The fact that this man is in charge of a huge chunk of Britain's budget used for weapons of unspeakable force that we will, if all goes well, never use, and chooses to denounce a game where you play an enemy of Britain as un-British is loaded with disturbing psychological implications. By his definition, we should never be able to be put in the position of anybody who kills with a different ideology from our own, but should happily pay taxes for giant guns to point at these same people, or indeed, join the army and go and kill them ourselves. But here's the thing. While playing Modern Warfare 1 or 2, when you were placed in the role of a Russian or Middle Eastern soldier with no real-life affiliation in a deathmatch, 
How many of you stopped to consider your motivations before charging in with the M4 and the combat knife? Multiplayer is rarely, if ever, the place for socio-political subtext. Now, like Liam Fox, I have not played Medal of Honor. Unlike Liam Fox, I have played a hell of a lot of similar games, and I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark and guess that EA have not made your time as a Taliban soldier one of contemplation, or even, let's face it, the propaganda-laden hatred of the US and British allied forces. Now, I am in absolutely no way condoning or excusing the Taliban. They're people capable and culpable of utterly monstrous acts. Neither am I intending disrespect of our troops when I say the following. But... Here is my description of the opening cutscene of a single-player campaign I would like to see in a military shooter. Modern globalization, coupled with condemnations, unnecessary death, matador corporations, puppeting your frustrations with a blinded flag, manufacturing consent is the name of the game, the bottom line is money, nobody gives a fuck. 4,000 hungry children leave us per hour from starvation, while billions are spent on bombs. You start off with a child in Afghanistan. There's conflict, hardship, loss and hate throughout his life and in consequence as he grows older he hooks up with various militant groups and commits horrendous acts in the name of what he believes. Crucially you see the series of events that led him down this path and the people he lost that gave him cause to pick up a gun. While not excusable, it's possible that understanding may somewhere be reached. Then there's a switch around and you're playing as your actual character, a British soldier. We see his life growing up, which while lacking the chaotic backdrop of perpetual fear and danger of that of the Afghan insurgent, is still touched with the loss of a loved one. Then you join the army and go through basic training and combat and you're finally in the first level. Somewhere in that level, the Taliban soldier is waiting to snipe you and you don't know which of the 25 enemies he will be. But when you do shoot him, it is made clear via a cutscene of his demise that this has happened. He's not a level boss or an elite Republican guard. He's just a soldier. You don't have to sympathize with him, but you've lived with him for a short while, and that makes it harder to shrug off. Now, you never actually control any atrocities as this insurgent, but you do get to witness his life and death. There needn't be any preaching of ideologies, but what is made very clear is that the man with the gun on the other side of the screen is a person. Now, that is what no games company has the stones to make, because every time you pull the trigger and see a head jerk back, if they've done their job effectively, you'll be given pause for thought. The soldiers on both sides would not be involved in that conflict without people above them in the social hierarchy telling them who to kill. And that is one way to change the dynamic of the shooter, not with wave after wave of screaming attackers to be dispatched like so many shooting gallery targets, but by making every loss of life something you have to inure yourself to, to harden yourself to, in order to do what all soldiers must if they do their job well. What's un-British in Liam Fox's eyes is being even the least bit respectful of your enemy. Better to see him as some shifty-eyed caricature from comic books in the 1940s. Now, the Taliban are difficult people to empathise with. Their human rights are way down there with North Korea, and their treatment of women in particular is beyond reprehensible by the standards of the Western world. But while they're the easiest people to despise, they're not the only people we've been told to despise over the years. And the resultant fear and anger is self-perpetuating on both sides. Terrorism feeds off this sort of inability to put yourself in another man's shoes. Conversely, it's really hard to hate people who don't hate you back. And somebody has to break the chain.
In response to Fox's claims, Amanda Taggart, senior PR manager for EA, told AOL News, Most of us have been doing this since we were seven. If someone's the cop, someone's got to be the robber. Someone's got to be the pirate and somebody's got to be the alien. In Medal of Honor multiplayer, someone's got to be the Taliban. Which is a fine point, though it somewhat circumvents the need to look any deeper into the modern-day obsession with military-based FPSs. And finally, most obviously of all, amid the flag-waving patriotic garbage, Fox declined to check if there were any British soldiers killed in the game. There aren't. He's sticking to his guns, though. Little details like facts are never enough to dissuade a misguided loudmouth. On a personal note, I prefer games where I get to kill aliens. Oh,